What is going on, everybody? This is Candler English here with Training Ground Garage Talks. This is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a Christ-centered man in today's world. And we're so pumped to have you here with us. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Candler English with TG Garage Talks. I am here with Lee Hollis. Yo, yo. And Mr. Corby Smith. Hello. <laughs> and we're, uh, yeah, kind of just here to talk today about um, being present and um, the importance of that and the kind of dangers of, I don't know, slipping into the kind of just mundane life, and um, but also how to steer clear of that. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to open it up. Uh, Lee, what are you, yeah. What is your kind of history or maybe a story that comes to mind with being present or struggling with that? Or? I, I guess I would, I would maybe speak in a very general way mm-hmm. that life and everything that's happening, the good, the bad, work, mm-hmm. relationship calls, emails, all that kind of stuff has, has a very strong tendency to make us very myopic mm-hmm. and that we have only one sight. Yeah. We, and it, the one sight is the one thing in front of us. Mm-hmm. And then when our schedule and when all that clutter and technology and all that stuff uh, just consumes our brain, we miss everything else. Yeah. You know, and so like, um, especially for me with like problems, you know, I get so focused on the problem, you know, and I mm-hmm. get so, but if I could just stop and if, and if I could see the whole picture, it changes everything for me. Yeah. Completely. Because the, the tendency of all that stuff is, again, to make us one vision to the point where we deny everything else. Where in reality, if we were able to see everything, then it wouldn't be as traumatic, mm. you know? Mm. We could just be present to, like, in this moment, like, man, look out the window and look at the trees and mm. the leaves and the people. And, you know, I, I find myself in restaurants getting caught sometimes by the beauty of the people around me mm. just a smile or a glance or whatever mm. but but i have to purposely just like pull back and be like look around like, <laughs> wow you know? yeah so well, yeah i feel like too it almost like puts you like those little practices almost just ground you in the place where you are mm-hmm. um and so yeah like you're saying everything else all the things that just at the forefront of our minds can kind of fade away and well and it's not and i want to say this too like if it's a problem it's not denying the problem yeah completely but yeah. it's seeing the whole picture mm. because if all you see is a problem then you miss every all the other blessings and it makes the problem be more important or bigger than it actually mm. is yeah. but if you can stop and see everything and just be blessed by it Everything that's around you. Yeah. You know, the sights, the smells, the people, you know, all of that. And kind of shifting that perspective on, right, off of the problem and onto the whole. Right. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, for me, it's, it's, um, I mean, the, the thing I, my mind quickly goes to is that, like, as I'm waking up in the morning, there is a place of me being, pressing into being present. And a lot of that, uh, you know, two things that, you know, I'm always trying to focus on are, um, what is my pace? Even like, what's the pace of my heart and my mind? You know, my own personal um, experiences of trauma and mm. jobs and kids and wives and you know, all, all of the world. Uh, I feel like is always pushing me to go faster. Mm. Um, and really, in the morning, if I don't take time, uh, 
to really slow my heart and my mind and be present, then I can just get out of bed and just go hard. Mm-hmm. And it is not, it is not a fruitful situation um, because I'm always just trying. I'm, I'm, I'm just always in a hurry. I'm always trying to control. Um, I'm always just anxious of, you know, trying to outrun my anxiousness. Um, you know, and also the second piece for me in the mornings is um, always leaning into reminding myself of what is true. And it's a little bit of what Lee's dipping into, um, is that if you, 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 you what, what, is all, what is going on all around you, meaning um, in the sense of going, yes, you know what, God is my provider, and he is my protector, and he does have a plan. And I am, you know, whatever, whatever language you know, brings that place, brings you to that place of peace. Like that is the avenue. Mm -hmm. That is the place, um, you know, that I feel like for me, you know, just understanding, you know, um, and, and, and just resting in that place that God has me. Mm -hmm. Because if, if I'm in that, if I start in that place, the work that I, you know, where I apply my strength into my work or into my relationships feels so much more peaceful. Mm. And it, and it also feels so much more fruitful. It's not just a checkbox, but it's, you know, it's a warm conversation. You know, it's an encouraging word, you know, it's, um, you know, a victory, you know, that we've been working on, you know, for a long period of time. Um, but all of that starts for me first thing in the morning, you know, it is, I can't, and there, I mean, obviously I don't have perfect mornings, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes there are days that I just get up and start going and I don't, and I, and I have to kind of reorient and recalibrate, but it, you know, some of my most fruitful days start first thing being yeah. present in just that practical way. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I, um, it was kind of, Lee and I had an interesting moment. I don't even think he maybe remembers it, but like I was, I was coming home from work and just like clobbered, like in my spirit, just like, Oh, like. Even to the point where, again, that's the problem seeped into me just asking these questions of like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm out in Colorado. Like, it would have been, it would be, just in my mind, I was like, it's so much easier to go back, (laughs) like, to North Carolina or whatever, like, into a place of safety, even internally, if not physically. Um, And Lee, I came into the door, and I don't know if you sent something or if you're just making small talk, but um, you said, like, what was it? You almost just said like, so did you like, are you thinking just like, like what the heck am I doing out here? Or some, something like that. And I was like, actually, yes. Like, what <laughs> And even just like that acknowledgement, I'm um, surrounding myself with people who are able to look in and just give me that perspective. I think when we get isolated, it's so easy again to just get such a warped vision of, The problem, again, taking over the truth, like you were saying, Corey, like there's moments where I have to be like, even just looking back in the last six months, like I moved out here, I'm working here, I have these relationships around me, um, I'm working on this project and I'm moving towards this goal, like whatever we can do to kind of make these roadblocks of reminding us of what truth is and who we are in our present moment. Um, I think that's been huge. And whether, again, it's just me writing something on, like, my desk in the morning that I see or just, you know, having a friend say, hey, how are you? Or, you know, starting a conversation. Hmm. So, um, yeah. 
I think there's, I mean, and this is a great opportunity to talk a little bit of kind of, not say the obstacles or challenges, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'm going to steal your line, Candler, and um, you said something before we got jumped on this podcast about numbing pain yeah. equals you numbing joy, and yeah, I thought, I man, pain, joy. and none of us want to look into our pain, mm-hmm. none of us want to feel our pain, you know, uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, understanding that my the reason I get anxious is because of my trauma. I'm, I'm, I spend so much of my emotional calories um, avoiding pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether I try to medicate or disassociate or, and that could be, I mean, all of us have our own ways that we kind of check out. Um, but I think probably too is um, you, you are so right um, in the sense of like to be present. We, we are present to the truth um, but we are also present to our pain mm-hmm. and our loss, and um, I don't. I don't think we go there. I don't know any human that I've ever talked to that says I can't wait to engage my pain. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't wait to fully feel the places that I, you know, my own, my own disappointment or um, the places I've been hurt. Um, but um, I do know, just from my own story, that the sooner I go there and the sooner I feel those things the sooner I can get to the joy and the peace. Yeah. Um, and it is, and again, going back to what Lee said is it's like, it's holding it all. It's not just holding one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I think about that, like, I mean, for you guys, like what, what do you feel like some obstacles are, you know, in being present, you know, what yeah. are the things that, that hold you back? I mean, I definitely entertainment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think even as a kid, like growing up, like, Something went a little sideways in the house. I was like a very sensitive, uh, creative boy. <laughs> but if something, if I could send something, I was like to my room, especially as a teenager. I'm like, watch a bunch of indie movies and just, just like get lost in this. You're story. the only one that would go that would disassociate to indie movies <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my um, gosh! So, and, and still to this day, whether it's scrolling through like Instagram or sure, sure. hopping on Netflix and technology, like, yeah. Seinfeld or whatever, like kind of we like we talked about in the Christmas break. It's like yeah, just separating myself um, from and and almost too like I found like even just turning on a bob dylan record and sitting down with a book like i just like i'm i'm still engaging something else but stepping into a creative space for me also gives me a language to deal with it i'm Mm -hmm. like okay i'm sitting with this it's present um how can i what can i do as a creative specifically for me like sure what can i do with this pain how can i make sense of it and um even if that doesn't turn into a painting or a collage or what, or a song or whatever, like still just getting in that grounded mindset and that safe environment, um, where I'm present with myself helps me to be able to kind of almost put my pain on the table. And it's not so scary anymore because I'm not mm-hmm. running from it. I can just look at it mm-hmm. in the face and be like, okay, how can we move forward from this and through this really? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. Um, because I think there are there are tools and things that we can do to help ourselves. I mean, when you asked the question, the first thing that came to my mind was that being under-resourced. Mm. And what I mean by that is, like, I've eaten some junk food, or I've mm. not gotten a good night's sleep, or I stayed in my bed scrolling through Instagram late at night, or TikTok videos, or whatever. And those things 
don't allow me to have the maximum amount of sleep. They don't put me in the right frame of mind when I go to sleep. And so I naturally wake up against the eight ball, mm. you know, and so then I just feel under-resourced through the whole day because I haven't eaten well, I haven't slept well, I haven't, I haven't cared for my own mind mm. or my own heart, you know, by doing some of those things. And I think what you're saying about art is that there's an outlet. There's an outlet where you can get it out of your head and put it somewhere else. Yeah. You know, there, there's a guy that I've listened to, his name is Bob Gardner, and he suggests... Like at night before you go to bed, if you don't write in your journal, just scribble in your journal for two minutes or yeah. three minutes or four minutes. And it just puts your brain in this different place that you can go to sleep calm and like, you know, just everything kind of cleared out. Mm-hmm. I've heard other people say, keep a notepad by your bed so that all those things that are spinning through your head, you can write it on a piece of paper. It's like doing art, right? Yeah. Like you're putting it on paper and you can leave it there. Yeah. So absolutely. it's not stirring around in your mind. And then the hopes would be that you'd go to bed, you'd sleep really well, and you'd wake up in a great place, fully resourced to start the day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know, it makes me think, too, of, um, you know, I'm kind of dating myself here, but thinking about the movie Fight Club, um, where there's that scene that Brad Pitt puts the acid on Edward Norton's arm, uh-huh. and Edward Norton is just trying to kind of flail back to his happy place of just calm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Brad is obviously trying to bring him back to being present with his pain. And oh yeah, when he's burning his hand. Yes, yeah, right. right. Yeah. He's like, stay present with the pain. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I will brag on you a little bit here, Candler, is uh, especially with your time with Training Ground, and even kind of past post Training Ground. Now that you work at Harding, a, a plant nursery here in town, is the um, and I've kind of thought, you know, in my notes, I was thinking about like, well, how do we do this? And um, I always feel like there was a place, and it's similar to what you were saying, Lee, is um, you love nature. Mm. And, mm-hmm. um, there, I mean, there was even a place for you that, like, even when you would fish over the summer, like, out of all the guys, you were kind of like, ah, if I catch a fish, fine. If I don't, it's still okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally in my happy place. Right, right. But, the, yeah. but it mattered, right? Yeah. The, the, your location mattered. Mm. And, um, and obviously wilderness plays a big piece in that. And even now, you know, you kind of pot a thousand plants a day and your, your hands, there's this visceral, visceral, like location of you being present with just the earth and, um, you know, feeling like, you know, if if people are out there, they're listening, it's going, well, how in the world? I just really, well, just go take a walk around the block or something, get out of your normal space. Yeah. Um, even if it's for 10 minutes, you know, I know Lee does some grounding where he'll go out in the backyard and take his shoes off and, you know, put his feet, bare feet right on the ground, mm. you know, as, yeah. as a, as a practice of mm. being present. And, um, and so location is a big deal. And so, um, I mean, do you guys have any, any recommendations in terms of how do we do this thing, this mystery? Yeah. Well, I think I think your story about Candler alludes to something that I was wanting to talk about, which is expectations and permission. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know a lot of the stress that I put myself under is my own expectation to have the house clean or have something done or have all the you know, laundry done or, you know, all those expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like going fishing, you could say, well, I need to catch... 14 fish yeah. and I need to catch the big one, mm-hmm. you know, but just the permission to be like, okay, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I'm just here. You know, if I catch a fish, that's bonus, you know, mm-hmm. but like for me to say, you know what? Not everything has to be perfect. 
not everything has to be done in time. Not everything has to be, you know, to this level. And um, just like even like if you're a parent, like, you know, like I don't have to be involved with everything at my kid's school. Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, or at school, like I don't have to be involved with all these clubs, but just giving yourself the permission to not live a crazy, hectic life. Mm-hmm. And then, and then just to relax into that mm-hmm. and not regret it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, Lee. I mean, that permission is a big, big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what does kindness towards yourself look like? You know, um, I'm even told my kids that this morning <laughs> as they got out of bed, you know, Cedar has all these expectations for his day. I'm like, buddy. Like, hey, let's just relax. Like, what if you didn't feel like you need to hang the moon today? Yeah, you know, maybe we'll hang it tomorrow. But like today, you know, let's just get our let's get ourselves back. Like, yeah. what does that mean? Uh-huh. Um, you know, and you know that that may be new language for a lot of people. Yeah, listening. So well, yeah. I mean, that was something I was even kind of recognizing in myself in even before I came out here, and I'd go hiking in North Carolina and like the foothills and be like. I ha- and it was much easier hiking than it is out here, but <laughs> I would just be like, okay, I've got to get to this three mile mark or whatever uh, right, it is. Right. And like, it was this weird thing where like, and it, I, I mean, this is kind of a thing like with the Lord that I would find, like I would just see turtles everywhere. And I was like, what, like, how am I seeing three turtles in like five minutes? Like just on the trail, like mm-hmm. what is this? And I just felt like it was kind of preying on it. And I just felt like the Lord said like, slow down, like, this isn't a race. Like you can just, and so like Lily, when I'm going hiking now, I make sure that I don't go to an out and back because I'm like, I've got to get there and I got to get back. It's oh, like, really? no, I go That's in good. a circle yeah. and I'm, and even if I cut through or sit on a rock for half an hour or whatever, like just getting my brain out of that racing mindset because everything, our phones, our businesses, um, everything is about start and finish. And, that's not how our lives operate. That's not how we were made to operate. My grandfather was in his early 90s mm-hmm. and was traveling with a senior choir. He was chaplain at a hospital. He'd go visit people 20 years younger than him in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he'd do all this stuff. And one night he had a dream, and, and, he, and he felt like the Lord told him to slow down. Yeah. And so he actually put signs up all around his house that just said, slow down. Oh, mm-hmm. you so know. Good. Is that uh, Willard? Yeah, Willard, yeah. You know, you know, my namesake, Willard, Willard Hollis. Nice. Um, but it makes me think, again, uh, a buddy of mine suggested one time to me that I set an alarm every hour. And then every hour just to stop and to mm. check in. I'm like, okay, where's my heart? Mm. Where's my body? And, and what do I need to do in that moment to get to a place that's healthy for me or healthy for my body? You know, and sometimes for me that, that meant... Like if I'm coming home and I just had a hectic day, I just sit in the driveway and breathe just mm-hmm. for th- turn everything off or put on some good music and just sit there and breathe for three minutes. Mm-hmm. Just take deep breaths and breathe. You know, just do that <laughs> thing. And you could you could pull into a different room or you know say you gotta go use the bathroom and just sit on the toilet and breathe yeah. for three minutes. Anything you need to do to kind of just like remove yourself from the hecticness of it, mm. reset. And, and purposefully go forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, those were really great points. I think, yeah, just practically even just being able to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was funny, even too, in the program, 
you talk to us about breathing, and I would do that all the time at Harding, and then I'm just kind of <laughs> stepping out on myself. So, anywho, um, well, yeah, thank y'all so much for talking about this. I mean, it's super important. We could probably go on and on for years yep. about it, but um, yeah, this has been Candler English, Lee Hollis, Corey Smith, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Colorado 2022 and Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. Now guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing Training Ground has been for me. So if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart, um, please man, look into coming out with us. It's going to be a blast and we can't wait to have you. You can find us at www.trainingground.com and you can also find us on Instagram at Training Ground Colorado as well as Training Ground Chattanooga. Well, until next time, guys, this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks. See you soon.